The majority of the tri-state got it easy. So it's obvious this where it's hard at. City, Welcome to Next Big Things Faces the Future podcast. I'm your host Mills with my co-host Sanjo. Sanjo, you feel me? We finally here, huh? Finally, been finally. a long time coming, bro. It's been a long time coming, bro. I mean, it's, we've been putting this podcast together for how long now? A couple years, man. A couple years. It's been we've been talking about it for a long time, man. It's finally here. We putting a lot of work behind the scenes. Yeah. And now we here. Get to bring. You feel me? Get, get get to show the people a little bit of what we got going on. I mean, but before we start, I want to just give a shout out to Tiki Tiki Games and Woodbury on Main Street. Man, they uh, let us use their space. Yeah. It's a it's a nice it's a nice, authentic, unique spot. And uh, I never really noticed it before, but now that I'm in here, I mean, it's a place, nice little vibe. You can come in here and play games whenever you want to. The owner Ryan, he's a he's a good guy. So it's like they got all the OG games in here. Street Fighter, got the old PlayStation, PS One, Dreamcast, everything. They got everything in here. You it's definitely who, a vibe for sure. You beat me in Street Fighter. Anytime you want. You got a little bit of advantage. Anytime you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit. It's it's cool. We got a couple more shout-outs. We got shout-outs to all the people that follow us on MBT page, that follow us on our personal pages. We just appreciate the support that uh, you guys giving us so far to this journey. I mean, we're in the beginning, and it's just good that people are taking notice of what we're doing. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Man. Sure. We got a lot of good things coming. A lot of good guests going to be coming on the show this season. A lot of good content. A lot of good topics to talk about, you know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all be very interactive on all of our social media platforms because, you know, it's going to be nice, real nice. More content on the way for sure. I got to get a shout-out to my uh, my guy. Give me the, the Fast Sports shirt. So it's another brand. Go follow them on uh, Instagram at Fast Sports USA. Everything sports from youth sports to professional sports. Get your up- updates on there. Go check them out. They give me this nice little long sleeve. So they're up-and-coming brand as well. So let's just get into why we started. Why do we start the brand in the first place? Right. So like I originally started it just, you know, my journey, things right. I've been through, mm-hmm. things I've gone through, and I just wanted to give people a platform to express express things that they're going through as well and show show their come up. That's why we started the from the ground up series and uh, just showcase their abilities because like when I went through, you know, me with the BPI in my arm, mm-hmm. people didn't really give me opportunities. I had to find my own platform, push through things like that. So now that I created MBT, it gives it gives a platform for a lot of creatives, uh, athletes, emerging talents to get connected to the industry. And that's the big thing we're trying to do with our platform is bridge the gap between emerging talents and, and the industry that's trying to get into. So like the followers that we have, it's it's a good way for them to connect with other emerging talents and just like it's an opportunity for you as well. You're on here, right. you've been wanting to talk about a lot of things for a long time is right. and your moments come and how you feel about that. How you feel like I mean, I've been waiting for an opportunity like this for a long time. That's one of the, the main things we talked about is you know, me being on here, I'm, I'm so happy that you brought me on. And, you know, we came up together, met in 05. We've been long friends time ever ago, since. Long time ago. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. we've been having talks like this over the years. So to be able to come on the platform and, and help you out with this and be a part of it, I mean, it's an honor for me, for real. So I, see, I see a lot blessing. of big things in your future, though. Like I said, we've been having talks like this since, like you said, 05. Yeah. Video games, anything, yep. arguing, yep. disputes, yep. fighting, things like that. And it's yep. like. Why not put it and let everybody see right. when we talk with our, our mind and our creativity and things like that, put it in the forefront. And I definitely see the vision of the platform and where it can go and what it can do for all of us. You know what I'm saying? Not just us, but everybody that we, we trying to bring on and put on. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can eat. You know what I'm saying? Everybody. Matter of fact, before we like get into what we're going to talk about in terms of the culture and things like that, shout out to all the people that y'all don't see behind the scenes. You feel me? You got you got Toby back there running the camera. Julian, he handles everything behind the scenes that we can't get our hands on. Shout out to Chase down Alabama. He's doing everything in the music. Wale music up there. 
We got my young boy and Sean out here shooting, trying to get him in the media thing. Jamal, he he plays a big part. Mm -hmm. Jamal plays a big part. Yep. He's the one that makes a lot of connections for us, sound systems, different things. So it's just good that we can bring the collective you unit. Spot for us. Yeah, that. definitely. It's like it's not really. We don't have to really look outside of the crew that we've had. Right. All of us have grown up together. We're basically a family already. Yep. So it's like, why not come up together? We all grew me? up together. You know what I'm saying? Same neighborhood, yeah. same school. Since we was kids, everything. So for us to be around each other, we all know how each other works. You know, we all know each other's work ethic. So it's a great mix of people that we got here. Great, good minds, smart minds. I feel as long as, like you said, as long as we stick to the script, we can, sky's the limit for yep. us, pro. The sky's the limit. The sky's the limit. 100%. I don't see us, I don't see us stopping anytime soon. Like I said, like we tell people, we're just scratching the surface. Cause mm -hmm. remember when we first, first started the page, how it looked. When I first started the page, it looks totally different now. We're just going to continue to expand, grow. And this is just the next phase of what we're trying to do. Yeah. So okay. we try, we're trying to, we're millennials that are trying to influence the culture. And speaking of culture, there's a lot of things that have been going on. A lot of different things that have been going on in the culture. Most recently, the, uh, the passing and killing of, uh, Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. Uh, we all know, mm -hmm. we all, we all respected. We didn't know him personally, but we felt like we knew him through his music. And how did that make you feel when you saw what happened though? Like, I mean, it was like, it was shocking, you know, it's extremely shocking. You know, when you when you saw it, you didn't want to believe it at first. You yeah. know, at first it that came out that he had just reportedly been shot. Then it came out that he actually passed. And when you see the effect that he had on everybody, how shocked everybody was. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And all aspects of life, law enforcement, politicians, athletes, everybody was affected by it. And to see such a smart young man have his life taken when he was had such a promising future, he was doing so many things for the community, for his people, for his neighborhood, and... To see him pass, it was just—it's just tragic, and it's just sad, extremely sad. Yeah, definitely, definitely being a black young male in America, that hit home for me, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Especially, especially the stuff that he was talking about, how he was talking about investing in his community. Right. For me, inspiring people not to go around doing crazy stuff, believe in yourself, mm -hmm. invest in yourself, own things, and like you know what we're trying to do with this—we're trying to own our own businesses. And, and take our stuff to the next level, do different ventures and partnerships with each other. So it's like seeing that happen and seeing him get killed, especially the footage. Like when we saw the footage, it was right. like, it was all over social media. It's like almost hard not to right. see it. We saw the footage, it was like, damn, that could, that could happen to happen anybody else. But, to it, anybody. but it just makes us hone down on everything that's going on. Yeah. It makes us want to go a little harder. You know what I'm saying? Because we never know when our time is, is done. You feel me? And it's Sadly, like, it wakes you up a little bit because you're like, wow, you know, you never know, like you said, when your last day is going to be. So you got to. You gotta push it to the limit every single day, you know. And I think the biggest thing was that when we saw the footage, I feel like everybody that is African American in this community, they, the, the thing that hurt them the most was that it was a it was another black male that killed someone that's doing so much for the community. Of course. And it's like and it was someone that he knew, he grew up with things right. like that. It was in this community, so it's like it makes people think different, it makes you want to move different. Not that I've ever been in a situation like that, but mm -hmm. it's just like. Someone that you helped or a community that you helped, and someone from your own community that you've been striving so hard to to help, and they're, they're the ones that take you. That's like it it's always crazy. seems like it's somebody from our own community that tries to bring us down. You know, something I think that we don't talk about enough amongst ourselves is black on black crime because it's always a black person killing another black person before we can hold anybody else accountable with all the other situations like police or people like that. We got to first look at ourselves and realize that we're doing a lot of harm to ourselves. This was somebody that was trying to help his community, trying to give back, give everything he had. To everybody, you know what I'm saying, that he saw have the same struggles that he had grow up. For somebody he, he embodied to take his life, it, he, it hurts. He embodied uh, everything that a lot of us aspire to be. Mm -hmm. In terms of when you have your platform, 
and then being able to put other people on while you have your platform. All right. You say so it's like this is the sad thing and it's I mean you see uh, how it affected everybody, you know, everybody it's just it's on just all the, platforms was hurt by it, you know. Um I don't know if you saw we talked about the video where, where you saw Kevin Durant tell Steph before the game and he was just like in yeah. shock. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, they all knew this guy. You know, he was somebody that was especially in the sports world was known, you know, he was at the Elite Eight, the Texas Tech game, you yeah, know, so. Yeah, I did see that. He wasn't yeah. there. He right, that was a couple days before couple it happened. A couple days before it happened. That's crazy. That's and he, he was just video. doing the interview right before it happened, you know what I'm saying? So, it's just tragic, Because it was Ke- Kevin Durant. He said his condolences. Who else? It was James Harden. Yep. He had, like, I heard, I saw a video about him. LeBron he, tweeted out. Yeah, LeBron just went out. He just had an interview about it and how he, how this is, like, an American tragedy. Like, of people were trying to give him backlash for for him making those statements, but it's like, Maybe, like, to the people on the outside looking in that aren't a part of, like, the culture, the hip-hop mm-hmm. culture. Maybe it's not to them, but it's, like, the people that aspire to be something like that or something close to it at that. Because it's hard to be that. To what he what he did was right. what you call elite. Like, that's, right. It's you know next I mean? level. And for, sure. and for people to try to give LeBron backlash for saying it's not an American tragedy, it's, like, definitely is. They, they, I think they're part of the problem. They don't understand, you know what I'm saying, how hard it is for somebody to get to that level anyway. It's not easy. You have to put in work. A lot to of get to that point, you know what I'm saying? That just happened overnight. And, you know, for a guy like him come from where he came from, it's hard to even get respect from people because of where he came from. Yeah, and the thing, and the thing like I said, the thing that I felt like we feel so connected, because we're on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Saying we're in Jersey. Right. He's from the West Coast. Feel me? I got put on from my teammates in, in college. A lot, a lot of kids from California. From, I knew about Nipsey also a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not so much from his music off rip, but just like business, business-wise, you feel me? And it's then when you go back in, because, like, the last few days I've been listening to is old stuff. And like, he really told how everything went down right. from, from the marathon to the victory lap. Mm-hmm. You, he literally told all the struggles he went through. How You could hear how he evolved from being a gangbanger all the way to victory lap where he's basically proven to everybody he did what he said he was going to do. Right. And it's like, that's why I feel like everybody connects with him so much. Because he, he gave us the blueprint of how to be successful. Stop, told, in his lyrics, he, he tells people... Stop investing in like jewelry and stuff like that because it depreciates things like that. Yeah, and problem. invest in your property so yeah. you can, so your whole team can win, your family can eat, everybody like that. And it's like, I don't know. It just it rubbed it's me. The, it rubbed me the wrong way. Evolved musically, yeah. How he got better. Everything got better and better and better. And when he's up for a Grammy, you know what I'm saying? And it's that like speaks for itself. That's the know? thing is, music career is just taking just off. Just taking off in terms of like globally, right? Because like obviously, in just talking to like I said, my friends and teammates from out there, he was already a, a star out there, mm-hmm. but. Like, Globally, like people out here, like really getting on after victory, victory lap, really like put him on. Like it's like I don't know. And I learned a lot, lot from it. Had a lot of projects that he was working on, you know. And hopefully, some people have came out and said that they're going to finish those projects. Hopefully, they do finish them, you know, because people wanted to see what he was doing. Especially doctor, I want to see the doctor Sebi for doctor. sure. For I just, sure. I just want to see. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on, but I just want to see like the process of every how everything went down, like, right? Like the real information, things right. like that. And it was like it was good that he was doing something, and then. The thing that rubbed me the, the wrong way the most was when the police chief came out the next day. Right. And he had to he had to sit down and was like he had to re- he said in his interview in the press interview he was like I just down to read the name like three or four times because he didn't believe that's the person who got killed because they said he was scheduled the next day to to meet with them and talk about how to uh, reform like gang violence things like that and the community reform the community which is like which speaks volumes because I mean that's the LAPD you're talking about you know and he was a heavy influencer on trying to change all of that stuff. In that area, which which is known for a lot of, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of gang activity, he was working on all that with the police, which is which is crucial. So I don't think people really understand the effect that he had, and now that he's gone, 
hopefully somebody picks up where he left off. Speaking of that, so now like he's gone. So where do we go from here as a community? How like how in terms of what you've learned so far and what I've learned so far, what people have been saying, how, where do we go from here? We had a leader. Yeah. A leader got taken away from our community. All right. So what what in your opinion, what is what should we do as a community? People that have looked up to and things like that. Somebody has to step up. I think it takes it's gonna take everybody as a collective unit to make it happen, you know what I'm saying? We saw him doing it not by himself. You know, he had his, his people that were helping him as well. But I think some people, a lot of them that are prominent out in that area, yeah. maybe more musicians or more athletes or whatever, politicians, police officers, whatever the case, should pick up right where he left off and keep it pushing. Because it doesn't just stop with him, you know what I'm saying? People, everyone has to live their life, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. You got you to gotta take all the lessons you learned from what he's taught us and just keep pushing. So, like... Like I said, anybody anybody that knew who he was, knew what his music was about, felt felt what happened. Felt it for sure. Felt it. Like it rocked everybody. That's for sure. It rocked everybody. It rocked everybody from, from the core, honestly. Yeah. And what Nipsey also represented, what do you think? You think new artists should keep the trend that they've been going on in terms of the newness that's coming out? Or do you like the new trend? Or is it just is it just something that you think that everybody should just keep doing their own thing? Or do you think people should start speaking to more of the topics that he spoke about? I mean... I think people should should I mean, yeah I do, but I don't think enough people really want to. To be honest, it, it takes it takes a real strong person to really be able to speak to that kind of stuff that he was speaking about and be real about it Thanks. and like actually Thanks. want to make a change. I feel like a lot of artists these days don't really care about making a change. They just want to make their checks, make their money. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the case. Did you see that video of, of like all the, the, the clips of like different artists saying like, I don't, I don't really care about music. I'm just in it to make a check. Yeah, I, don't, I mean. I don't, I don't like that, you know what I'm saying? Because you should always want to give back, you know what I'm saying? Especially for the people that came from maybe the same situation that Nipsey came from. Yeah. Literally, like, you know, from nothing. Exactly. And you, you should want to give back, you know what I'm saying? You'll get more satisfaction out of that than you will for for making money on the show. And that's, and that's me. When it comes to music, you see, you hear me all the time. When I post on my Snapchat story, things that I showcase, music that I showcase on the page, I'm all about timeless music. Timeless right. music that you can go back to and... 30 years from now, we could be sitting in the same spot. And like, you remember when this song dropped? Right. You remember where you were when that song dropped? You remember, like, it's just different. Like, my parents talk about it all the time. Like, music nowadays is, y'all listen to that? Like, it's toxic. I mean, and it's hard to listen to, you know. I mean, don't I get me wrong. Like, a lot of guys talk about being yeah. druggies and, like, strung out and yeah, taking off. I mean, it's not for me. You know what I'm saying? I don't like listening to that stuff. I listen to I listen to old stuff, Yeah. to be honest. I listen to mostly old older artists because, to me, that's, like, real lyrics. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I could put on a Jay-Z album and it'll be and I'll hear real lyrics. Yeah. You know what definitely. I'm saying? Or I'll listen to J. Cole or somebody and it'll be real lyrics. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? Nothing about partying and taking drugs. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, like the music now is like cool for turn up. You feel mm-hmm. me? You turn up to it. But it's like, what is think about the stuff we listened when we came up. How it influenced us to do certain for things. Sure. Like you said, sure. they're talking about drugs, popping pills, things like that. It's like That's not cool. <laughs> That's not cool. You shouldn't want to put that on anybody else either. You ever, know what I mean? Ever. Because... You got kids nowadays with technology and things like that. They're three, four, five, looking at their parents' iPads, scrolling through, and they're repeating everything and they, they see. It. And it and just influences their brain. That's cool. And you see people doing stuff for clout on the internet, right. things like that. And it's like... Wilding for clout. Why? Wilding for clout. Just because everybody wants to be accepted so bad. Everybody wants to be accepted so bad. I don't understand that mindset. Be yourself. Authenticity you know always what I'm wins. Saying? Just be yourself. Authenticity you know always what I'm wins. Saying? And like, you see these kids these days; they know all these songs word for word. Don't word even know what they're talking about at all. But by the point where they get to the age where they might see something that they're hearing about, like a drug or something, they might be like, "Oh well, 
this rapper does that. Let me try it. And that's how that starts. Exactly. You know, it's not good at all. It is. I don't know. Where do you think that? Where do you think that came from, though? Do you think it's like the music industry is pushing it out there? Do you think it's an agenda, or do you just think it's just? I mean, like, honestly, I think it sells. You know, I think. Yeah. I think the industry is going to put out what sells. Whatever's yeah. going to make them the most money is what they're going to want to put out. And the same for the artist. Whatever, whatever sells is, is, is what's, what they're going to put out. And I feel as though, like nowadays, you see, you know, how, like like you said, Jay Z, he has longevity. You feel me? Yeah, time in the game for Long, sure. Time in the game, but nowadays, you see, artists one year gone. They have a hit song gone because they don't have no foundation, have no substance to what no. they're putting out there. And it's like there has to be a point in time when someone, someone like a J Cole, like this J Cole's out there, Kendrick's out there, is giving mm-hmm. nods. There has to be. I feel like there needs to be more of that. You got to influence the culture to to do to do something worthwhile and not just want the moment. Another thing is, I think there are people out there like those guys. I don't think that they're getting the exposure that they should be at getting. all. Because like you say, they, people don't think it sells. Yeah, but it's like exactly. Like people I said, don't want to hear. People really don't want to hear it when it comes down to it. People don't want to hear that kind of stuff. They rather hear the turn up songs and stuff like that. And I think that also plays a part is because our our music industry is so is so saturated with stuff like that. People realize that artists when they make music, the majority of the artists when they make music, the stuff they're talking about they don't do mm-hmm. at all. So it's like when you hear at somebody all. that's authentic, it's like, and it doesn't. It just doesn't have the da 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 turn up da 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 da. Right. They're not gonna listen. Yeah, really, you're not used to it. It's really you're not used to, or you don't think they're really doing. You feel me? It's right. like, or it doesn't have that nowadays. Music, all you need is a nice beat and a hook. And yeah, and that's beat. it. And people will ride your wave, ride your wave forever long for, it is. Exactly. You gonna ride it? You gonna see it? You gonna come and go? Yep. You feel me? I don't know. I feel like with with MBT, we're changing we're changing that platform. You feel me? We're, we're giving a platform to people that are really about what they do, have a good message for the people, and it's like we kind of push real music, real lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Substance. What are you talking about in your songs? What are you rapping about? What are you singing about? You know what I'm saying? It's it's already it's, it's, it's gonna change though. It's something that's gonna change. It's gonna take time. It's gonna take time. It comes with the culture, the wave, things like that. Like people, like our generation has to be it the change. It starts with us. Has to be. It starts with us. Has to be. Honestly, and if we don't make a change, we will. Exactly. And I we think really got to drive that. And you saw what were we talking about yesterday? There was there was a trial. Did you see that trial I sent you? Oh yeah, with the kid that uh, got the uh, convicted of rape and got sent to twelve years in prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen one of my couple of my friends posted it. They were hitting me in the DMs about it, mm. and I know that we were doing the podcast. They just like wanted to hear our thoughts about it. And I don't know. I was reading up on. I don't know like all the all the mm. details, word for word for word. For what what I read from a couple articles is the kid was underage, and he met a girl in a bar. They both were underage. I think he was about he was probably twenty or something like that. She was seventeen. They were drinking underage, drinking, drinking underage. That's a that's a red flag right there, mm-hmm. like the, for the bar or whatever it is. That's right. a red flag right there. Two underage people in there. That only can lead most of the time leads to bad things. Mm-hmm. And then I guess after that they got together, hooked up or something like that. And then the next day she went to get checked out, and then winded up eventually winded up like saying she got raped by him. And what people were telling me is the conviction came down that that the the judge gave him 12 years and then life on probation, I think it was. 12 really? Years. And there was no DNA evidence saying I that. I didn't know you could get probation, life on probation. I think, I'm pretty sure that's what it's, that's what it's life on probation. Wow. Like, I was reading Jeez. that. Jeez. Yeah, that's like, it's just crazy. And they have no facts behind that. From from what I was reading, too, it's hard to just look at the headlines because yeah, that's you had to read. You, you had story. to read. You had to read. You know? And from what, I, from, from what I read and from what people tell me, they're not saying like they weren't saying that it's completely innocent, but they're saying the trial wasn't fair. Mm-hmm. That there was no there was no DNA 
like evidence saying that the rape occurred. There's no excuse for that because DNA has advanced way too much for there to not be concrete evidence on why somebody should be convicted. That's what that's you that's my I mean? thought exactly. And it's like not only is it bad for him, but it's 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 bad for the females that actually really go through that. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? For sure. Because if they get this wrong or they keep getting cases wrong like this, then then what, what does that say for people it's that happening too often on, on on both fronts? Really, you know, someone says they were really raped and then they renege, or you know, vice versa. Some somebody's convicted of raping when they actually never did nothing. You know, what I'm saying it's a broken system, but the this, system's been broken. It's been broken. It's like I said, it's another thing that we have to fix. Yeah, they have to fix. And they, they said the, the jury that deliberated for like only six hours. Right. You're putting someone's life. Yeah, his in life your is hands. Over. His life is yeah. over essentially. Yeah, you put life in life in your hands. You deliberate for six hours, and it's like. Did, did, I just wonder they really think yeah. like think think it through or they just go off what somebody says and like we said it's it's now it's a double edged sword it's, it's a double edged sword he's gonna have to go in the registry when he when he gets yeah, off he registered sex offender you know what I'm saying which yeah. means he can only live in certain places so I mean his life is essentially is over and think when you think about like the backlash that the girl is getting like whether it's the we don't know how much occurred in the right. situation, right. the black guy she's getting is gonna cause other girls not to want to come up. But it's like right. it's sad because we don't wish that upon anybody ever. So it's it's just something that, and we'll never know the the facts behind the real story because she has her side and he's gonna have his side. So we'll never know the true story. But yeah, it's like I don't know. I want to get on something lighter. I want to get on something lighter. I want to talk about some something that's 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 better. We talked about the culture enough. Let's talk about the AAF, man. Let's talk about that. Ah, uh, the AAF. Okay, so the American Alliance of Football. New football league. We've been talking about it for a long time. We're super excited about it. I had some friends. A couple, super, I had a lot of people I yeah, in that league. I had a lot of friends that, that played in that league as well. And I had extremely high hopes for this league. I thought it was going to be a great bridge to the NFL. I thought it was going to eventually become like what the NFL Europe used to be and be like the NFL minor leagues. That would have been great. Or where they send their players down to to, to get better during the springtime. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? At least they're practice squad players or, you know, players that are on the, on the verge, like some veterans, and I'm trying to get back into the league. Uh-huh. And it folded. You know, they, it, it almost it folded, folded quicker than I expected. They folded way quicker than you expected. And it almost happened in the first week because they couldn't make payroll. What uh, happened with that? Who invested in this? Who saved them? You told me somebody saved them. Tom Dundon, the owner for the Carolina Hurricanes, uh-huh. gave them $150 million in their first week. Or $250 million because they almost missed payroll. Jesus. So... He essentially lost his whole investment, and now the league is in shambles. And it was just starting to get to the point where they were in week eight. It was starting to be some real good football we played. They had some real good teams. They had players like Trent Richardson who was balling out in that league. Oh, I forgot Trent was they in there. They had a bunch of players in that league that were balling did Johnny, out. Did Johnny Manziel just got his shot, too? Like Johnny Manziel to... got signed by the Memphis Express, which they ended up selling a lot of tickets when he got signed. Yeah. And my boy John, Shout out to my boy John Cook, man. He's played for Memphis Express, too, man. And it folded, and like all these players are now, they're now out of jobs. You know what I'm saying? It was like a se- it was a second chance for a lot of people. A lot of them. a lot of people that didn't get drafted, they got they got a new sense of life when they when they got. Cause I know, like I said, some of my friends I played with JUCO, mm-hmm. they they had they had opportunity. They were they were NFL hopefuls, got into camps, got cut, whatever it was, and then AF comes up. Gave them new life. They signed. Yeah, oh, yeah. The league had a rocky start. But like you said, towards the middle, towards the end, they were playing good. Real good. And good the playoffs football. are about to start. I mean, good football. Their San Antonio team was almost selling out the whole Alamo Dome. Good football. You know? And and it's just sad. And then I heard when the league shut down, they made the players pay for their flights back. Like, made the players pay for the oh, flights back home. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's what I heard through the grapevine. They were making people pay for through. They weren't paying for people to get, get home. Things like mm-hmm. that. That's what I heard. But it's like, it's just crazy because there's so much hope. If they could have some way 
some way partnered with the NFL, NFLPA to make to make it a minor league, and a feeder see, league. I mean, the NFLPA wasn't they weren't willing to send their practice players down there. But you see, as soon as the league folded, players from the AF were getting signed left and right. It don't make sense. So they were clearly watching, you know. But to the NFL's credit, it was reported that the AF their business model was bad from from the very beginning. Was it? Which is shocking because you have Hall of Famers like Bill Polian running that, and Troy Palomalu was heavily involved. And so it's it's crazy to see that it folded up so quick because they had guys that that successful guys like yeah. Bill Polian is a Hall of Fame GM. You know what I'm saying? He was with the Indianapolis Colts. Won Super Bowl. Had Peyton Manning the whole nine yards. And just folded. Just folded. Folded. Do you think there's hope for it to be brought back? Or do you think the XFL is just going to take off and be that? Because I wanted I, liked, I wanted I, this to be the league. I, I really wanted this to be the league. I was hyped for AF because it's like, you see, MLB has the minor leagues. They mm-hmm. have call-up leagues. NBA has the G League and the D League. Right. So why can't the football? NFL yeah. Happen. I mean, especially with the lifespan of the people that are in the NFL, careers don't last that long. No, people, the rosters are forever changing. So it's like, why not groom people to get into the role that they're trying to get into? And they can even really grow to the point where they have the same amount of teams as the NFL does. So whoever doesn't get drafted can go to that league and really develop themselves like the G League or like the minors. You know what I'm saying? So it's tragic. It's tragic that it folded the way it did. It's crazy, but I don't know. AF, it has some hope. It has some. It has some different things that were uh, going on, and I just hope some of my guys that were in that league were uh, get a shot, get another shot. So what do you think about the XFL? That's gonna work. They have Vince McMahon who has a ton of money. It's, that's the thing. Vince McMahon is a businessman. Yeah, he is. It's a businessman, and it already failed before once. But I think he's know? coming with a whole new wave. Right. I think he's coming with a whole new wave. But. I mean, and that was going to rival. That was going to also a spring league like the like the AF. Was going was gonna to rival the NFL. Or was just going to be another league. So I feel as though it'll be good. It'll mm-hmm. be good. But I mean, we'll see. Time, time will tell. tell. Time will tell. Like yeah, you said, time, time will tell. tell. You said. I mean, spring football was good. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. there was a point in where you know the NBA regular season that was pretty much it. There was no baseball yet, so that was kind of you know people love football. Football is king in this country. Huh. People love watching football, and Definitely. it was good to have that spring league going on, and it was getting good, and it's over now. It's wraps. Happen. Let's get into some emerging artists. We just featured uh, Mojo Mill, winner of the, uh, the Voice UK 2018 from the Ground Up series. Let's take a listen to a song real quick that our viewers and stuff like that listen to what he has. It's Mojo Mill on Steady. Hold on to me, I'm a little unsteady. A little unsteady Mother, come here Approach, appear Daddy, I'm alone Cause this house don't feel like home If you love me, don't let go If you love me, don't let go. So hold, hold on, hold on to me. I'm a little unsteady, a little unsteady. So hold. Oh, 
tired of being alone That I know you're trying To fight when you feel like flying If you love me, don't let go I reached out to him. Did you read this, the write-up we did about mm-hmm. it? Yeah. It's crazy because he was, um, he got stardom quick. Like, his story's crazy. Um, he came up, got on The Voice, became an instant fan favorite, mm-hmm. won The Voice UK, had singles. Everybody thought everything was going right, but things weren't going right internally with them. So mm-hmm. he took, like, a little hiatus from it, and he got a little bit of backlash from his fans and so-called supporters, but... The write-up brought some light to it. They gotta go. People gotta should go check it out. You know, he's about to make a comeback, a great right. comeback. I'm excited for him because he's one of my favorites. When I, when I found him on YouTube, it was like, dude has vocals. They heard here, he, he has, has vocals, voice. great voice, soulful voice. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that timeless music, bro. Mm-hmm. That timeless music, and it's like it's something that you you don't find too often. No, not anymore. So whenever he drops his new project, new singles, I'm there for it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Sure. see it on MBT. Everybody has to find their own way. Everybody goes through their own stuff, you know. So the the final four, bro. We've been waiting to talk about this for for a minute. Oh man, what do you think about the games? Oh man, what do you think about the games? Auburn. Oh man, I was heartbroken for Auburn, bro. I thought they had it. I mean, they got to the point where they were they were down ten, and they came back. Then they went up. Roller coaster game. Oh man, I thought they had it. I the way, they had the way it. the game ended. Yeah, it was I couldn't. Crazy. I couldn't imagine losing like crazy, that. Crazy, bro. Imagine- I, and even the kid that that fouled the guy from Virginia, I mean, he just looked like he was sick, he was shocked. Like I can't believe that really just happened. But the know? thing, the thing that got me is when they did the replay, you realize the dude double dribbled. Yeah, that was a miss. You, th- you yeah. think? Yeah, I mean, do you think the ref got? Because I know the officials credit. Yeah, yeah. Everything's happening so fast. Yeah. Do you think the official got caught up watching the game? Of course. I mean, because <laughs> he's in the you know, I ref. I yeah. ref high school football. Yeah. It's hard not to ball watch. I mean, you can. I mean, there's guys that have, that have been doing it for years uh-huh. that tell me all the time. Like sometimes you will get stuck, especially in a moment like that. It's like the national championship is on the line, the game to go to the, to the to the finals. Uh-huh. Mistakes happen. I mean, we see it across all sports with officiating. It's not perfect at all. You know, what I'm saying things happen like that. If you never saw the slow motion, you would have never knew. I didn't notice it. You know, you would have never knew. I didn't notice it at all. Even with that foul. It's a perception call anyway, just like with a passion affairs. Or it's a perception call yeah. anyway. Even though they're all rules, you might see something else, and then I might see something totally different. We might have two totally different calls. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So it's it sucks. Do, do you think it was fouled? Yeah, according was, according was, to the rules. I don't. I mean, when it comes to officiating, I don't know the the 
the technical rule because he didn't get fouled on the shot is when he came down. He had to, he has to give him that space. So is it so land. you still get but do you still get three three uh, free throws if it's on the way down, not on the shot? Like you on the shot, he has to he has to so wherever he that, jumps from. Part of the shot, he has to land. And with the defender, wherever he jumps from, he has to land. He has to land straight down. So, through. but what I'm asking you though is that is that part of the shot though? Like coming down is that part of the shot? Yeah, that's finishing then, the shot. Yes, it's it's a foul. It's, it's a foul. It's, a foul. You can't, it's, it's just a, such a hard moment to make that call. You know. Yeah. If you make that call or you don't make that call, you're going to get backlash either way. You know, refs, refs always yeah, you, it rough. I mean, but what they say in the games, you let the players decide the game. Like, don't want to put the game in the officials' hands. Ever. Ever. But you can't not make that you call. Can't. You can't. It's just so hard, you know. Like the call with in the, in the, um, the Saints-Rams game, that pass interference. Yeah. I don't know how dude missed that call. Standing right there. That was an egregious pass interference call. Egregious. Yeah. And you know how I feel about missed, my receivers. The, and the stuff. funniest thing though was Charles Barkley, bro. He thought they had to get yeah, one. As if you see, they were they were already rushing too much corner on Auburn. Yeah, yeah they, they were thought already that was out there. How sick! That's what they say. You, you can't stop to the clock hit yeah. zero. We know that being athlete, you can't. You got yep. play. To, you got play to the play end. To last whistle. At least we see crazy things happen in football. Oh yeah, hell marys, sure. things like that. You feel me? And it's like, but it I'm only reason I'm sick though in terms of final four is my prediction. I had that prediction. Oh, I had Michigan State winning it all. Yeah. I had them being Virginia. One of, my, one of my picks got there, but you feel me? I'm I had like, Duke, North Carolina, so I was done. I've been done. You had Duke versus, really? I had Duke, North Carolina. And, and I should smack you. <laughs> I should smack you. Duke, North Carolina. I thought Zion was going to carry him, bro. Come on, I bro. I mean, Zion, Zion's not far-fetched. And I, and I thought that but, RJ Barrett, I thought they would make enough plays. Not enough plays. I mean, RJ Barrett gets buckets. That's like... It's a, he's a walking bucket. Both of them top three picks. I thought that they, I thought they would have enough star power to just to play with teams and, and beat teams that should have lost that UCF game. You know what I'm saying? If Taco Fall doesn't follow. Taco out, doesn't follow. Out, grabs that rebound. I'll tell Taco Bear, like seven six. Seven six. Taco was the difference, but when he got fouled, I knew game. It was game was over. I mean, it wasn't over, but it's no. Zion missed that free throw. No, RJ missed the free throw. I think it was. RJ's the one that missed the free throw. I'm pretty sure. And then who got the putback? You talking about you talking about what, Zion's the one? I think Zion got the putback. No, Zion got fouled to go to the line. He missed it. I thought he made both. Didn't he make both? No, he missed it. Oh, you right. And then RJ got the ball and put it back. I thought RJ. I thought RJ was on the line too. At Zion one point. took it to, to the hole to get fouled by Taco you might Fall. Be right. you might be right. That's when Taco Fall fouled out. Zion missed the free throw. You talking about the end of the game? The yes, miss? very end when they went up. I'm pretty. I thought RJ Barrett missed it. And then UCF almost won it on the other end. You might be right. Let's see. Let's see. I'm gonna take a look real quick because I thought I thought RJ missed the, the last one at the bro. It's RJ missed the free throw. Yeah. It was RJ. I'm telling you, RJ missed the free throw because they were down. They were oh, down two. I'm telling you. No, he made. I, he made one and missed one. He made one, one and missed one. You're right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if tacos in the game. That doesn't happen. Yeah. At all. And then UCF almost won it on the other end. Because I think he missed the front. He missed the front end. Yeah, right. He missed the front end. I think it was. He missed the front end. And then that's when they were dead because he was down one. You know what? Zion made the M one to tie it up. Yeah, he made the M one yeah. to tie it up because yeah, he, he went right at Taco, foul Taco when he out. Yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Exactly. You're right. I felt for the kid though. You're RJ, right. I mean, at the end of the day, he going on to next level, but still. Did he like, come back? RJ? Yeah. Come on now. You think Cam Reddish should come back? Cam, Cam, mm, he yeah. might He might have to. What about Trey Jones? Definitely. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, they're both good players, but I don't think they're ready, league ready yet. I, I think I'll, I mean, Trey Jones is like thirty on the big board right now. Yeah, but I wouldn't because the stock can go up though. Yeah. You feel me? His stock can go up because the class the class is pretty good this year. They got just like imagine the days like the nineties where like 
you had guys like Christian Leitner and like guys like in the, in the Fat Five that, that came back yeah. to play their four yeah, years. It's, it's, imagine watching Zion and play for. Imagine how good it wouldn't they be. Would be. It wouldn't be fair. You know what I'm saying? It play, especially playing under Coach K, if they came back for two, just in the second year or third year, not all four, two. I I, I give them two, three chips. I feel like the reason I didn't pick them was just because they're immature, not being there they're in the tournament. Yeah, they're, they're young. young. You feel me? And I seen when they played um, Gonzaga in the beginning of the year how they fared against a team that was right. that was um, senior which they had older players on the that team. That was early though. That was but early. still, they but were you young. Could, but you could see, but the NCAA tournament that's a that's a monster. Yeah, it is. That's a monster. I don't care who you are. It's NCAA tournament. It's one and done. There's no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You feel me? You know how you know how what the what's pressure do? Either make diamonds or bust pipes. You feel me? Sure. And we saw what happened. You feel me? Not knocking them or anything like that, but we saw what happened. They were right there. They almost it was right there. But at the end that of was the a good game against them against Michigan State. That was a good one, too. So, who do you have in the championship? <sighs> Texas Tech. Hot, I right? have Texas Tech. I'm going to go with Virginia. I'm going to go with Virginia because that's my only pick that's in there. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with them because I got a rock with them. I got a rock with them. I love Virginia's defense. I love that's their defense. Defense wins. You know, I any love, defense wins championships. And I love their defense. Um, but Texas had a good, good defense too, though. True, you know true. what I'm saying. But I think I think from watching the games and the terms watching them, I feel like half court wise, I feel like Virginia can set up more, play the half court game better. I think they play the half court game better. They're Texas crispy. Tech, they're yeah, clean. Texas Tech, they're not they're not bad in the half court. Not game, but I feel like Virginia, that's their game though. Mm-hmm. They like to slow it down. You feel they can polished. play, they can play both. Yep. But they're like you said, they're polished. They fundamental, know they're fundamental offense. They have good shooters. You know, I love watching them play because of their defense. I mean. It's very rare you see teams like that really dig in and anchor defensively, especially in college. You know, Tony Bennett has those boys coached up. And that's another program that he has three- and four-year guys. You know, he doesn't have the one-and-done guys. So he's able to really work with these guys over over. And the, the, Texas, the Texas Tech coach, he, he was coaching at D2 a couple years, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. His story's crazy, too. Yep. And the run. Natty. So they're gonna be able to win it, and, and nobody picked them to really win it. Do you think do you think he's gonna stay there? Like, if he, or do you think he's gonna if he gets offered? He's probably gonna get offers. He, he is, of course, he he's is. He's gonna get offers. Um, I mean, I don't I don't know where where he would really go besides maybe UCLA. But I feel like I think they already filled their coaching vacancy. How much would it take for you if you was him? How much would a team have to offer you? I don't know how he's getting paid now, but what's the number here? If you're a coach like that that just brought your team to the final four to the national championship, what's this? What's the year? Is it like second year, third year, something like that? I'll probably need at least two and a half a year. Because they're making bread. At, le- at least. They're making a lot of two bread. Two and a half a year. I mean, you, you can get that at the UCLA. I mean, schools are willing to pay. Schools want to win. It's all about their bottom line. Yeah, they're willing to pay the, the coaches, but they won't pay the players. Exactly. And why, exactly. Why, yeah, I don't understand that. Because the biggest thing is, let's just take, we're talking about Zion. Take Zion. Zion Cam take for the first game. A Zion Cam. That's crazy. Use his name. Yep. Oh, Zion, don't get no credit for it. No, no. And just, just being a student, that we both were student athletes. You know how that feels. You right. feel me? I, we weren't on to that level, but right. you say you know you what You experienced take- it more than I did because I only yeah. played one year. Yeah. So you experienced it more with, like, the photo shoots and, you know, the promos and all that uh-huh. stuff. It's crazy. Uh-huh. And, but on the Zion level, I read, I did some, I, did a C, I went to CBS. They said the first, when Zion first played UNC, you know how much it cost to get into the building? I know. It Three like, bands yeah. to get into the building. Yeah. You don't see a dime of that. None. Zero. None. Zilch. And Nada. Mind you, he has posters all around the school. He has face everywhere. Banners and like on the side of student school buses and stuff like that. Like everywhere. People are, they're selling his jersey. Got revenue, bro. T shirts with his face on it. And think about it, if you you can't even he can't even sell his own jersey off his None. back or eligibility None. done. Yep. But you making a university millions. Or you give somebody a pair of sneakers, done. It's can't, can't sign, can't sign, uh, millions and millions of you dollars. You can't sign, um, autographs, from none of that stuff. No, I think it should be at least be able to sign autographs. Yeah, that should at least be able to sign Cause autographs. Because think about it. 
your Zion Williams, you're signing an autograph. That's gonna be worth a lot of bread right. when you when you're elite down the road in the mm-hmm. NBA. Like think about it. I got Zion's autograph, his his uh college jersey, da da da. Man, so you have an authentic Zion Williams jersey. Right. And Zion, they, they really use these kids to build these new amazing facilities around the school, you know, football teams get new facilities like but you don't ever see that money going back into the tuition of students because tuition continues to rise. That don't make no sense you to me. You got schools making hundreds of million dollars off their entire sports teams, like Ohio State make, making a hundred plus million yeah. yearly. Yeah. Preach. But so that money doesn't go back to the students like tuition, at least. And that's why a lot of you see a lot of kids that don't play sports and say, Well, you know, you're on scholarship, you know, you don't have to pay. They have for no they have like no that. idea. You know? But I think it's the biggest thing with me when it comes to people saying that is that yeah, we're on, yeah, you're on scholarship, but especially being Division One athletes, you aren't allowed to. You can't make revenue. No, like, you can't make any type of bread out while you're playing sport on scholarship. You don't have time to work a job. You can't no, do anything you like don't that. Don't have time to work. And a the job. only time you can do a job, I think, is your intern. If you have an internship or something like that, but like while you're on scholarship playing at school, you can't. You're twenty four seven with that sport. You know, early morning workouts. Yeah. Class. Yep. Practice. Yep. Study hall. Yep. Promos. All of it. Interviews. Yep. Daily. Every day. Even in the even in the springtime where it's not your season. Five a.m. workouts. Class. You don't get to see. So you don't nice. really get to go home to see your family, especially if you're from a far away. You don't get to see your family. Yep. Like it's it's the price you pay because you you want to be you want to get to where you want to, but it's like you don't get a normal Thanksgiving break. You don't get a normal Christmas break because you might have a bowl game. Exactly. You don't get a normal New Year's. You don't get a normal spring break. Think about the transition from bowl game. Like you play in the national, they play the national. You go all the way play the national championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got the dream. You play the national championship. Late January. Late January. School, school. You know, people on break, but they're mm-hmm. coming back to school like the next week, two weeks later. You Meanwhile, barely you haven't been home. Yeah, you haven't seen your. I'm saying that takes a toll on people. But like I said, it's 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 the sacrifice you make. But I feel like they should get some type of reimbursement or something, something. like that. I don't know exactly what what the solution is, but it, it should be something. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I think not just I think the biggest thing is you're making so much bringing so much money into a university and putting them on the map cuz think about it, a guy like Zion Williams attracts regular students to come to the school cuz they right. want to see that. They right. want to see course. that type of course. Of course and that's what you go to these these college um like these college fairs. Yeah. This is what they're telling you, you know, you can come, you can get tickets to see our basketball team play, you can come to all of our football games. This is what they're selling you. Selling all of you you sell you're selling someone else and they're not making and then you don't get to make you nothing. Get, nothing. So at least I would say at least so so at least so it's fair. Yeah. Take however much money that all sports make, not just football or basketball, all sports from top to bottom. Yeah. Take it, take a percentage of it and divvy it up amongst all the student athletes. Yeah. Amongst all sports. That way it's fair. Because you don't want to have football making this much, basketball making this much. I think yeah, I think it should you be yeah, I think it definitely should be something like that, similar to that, or based on how much your percentage wise, based on how much your your uh, team or program brings to the school, right? Something like that. The bigger the bowl and game, you get the more money. The conference exactly. championship, you get more because these coaches, these coaches, like they get paid to make their players wear Nike on the sneakers, Under Armour, things like that. Yep. They get money on the back end, that, all of them that nobody that players don't get to touch. But you're None. forcing them to wear that. We're, we're from, to. Think about it. Zion wearing Nike shoes is promoting Nike, but he don't 100%. get no. You feel me? None. He's he's, he's uh, showing out their brand, but not getting anything from it. And their stock dropped the day after he busted through the shoe. All right, that's another question I got to ask you. You're Zion Williams. You're going to the NBA. Oh, man. How much you asking for if Nike ask you, ask you to uh, sign with them? Nike definitely got to open the bank for sure. They need, have to. I need a check. They're, <laughs> I need a check. Big, they're they're going to. They're I'm going to big baller brand. Like, I'm not going to big baller, but <laughs> not knocking big. Nothing against big baller brand, but I'm going to. I'm going. You need to give me. They're going to have to overpay for Zion. LeBron. LeBron. Uh, out of out of high school, signed a seven year ninety mil deal. I'm Zion. I'm asking double. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I sound latest, but I was, I, that was also back in the time. That was yeah, I'm asking double at before least. Social media was really popping double. like that, you know. Before and that's just me, because you know me, I'm wild, I'm outlandish. Like, <laughs> look, I'm using this. Look, I was on national television, right? Playing these first couple minutes of the game, I didn't get to finish the game. Nah, and I, and I hurt myself. Duke UNC game, the game that you go to Duke to play in mainly. Preach, and and I got hurt in your shoe. So what you gonna do to make me come to your I brand? Mean, that's what I'm putting on the table. Adidas giving me this. What you gonna give me? You gotta get something crazy. Kevin Durant makes the most with Nike right now. He has ten years. Yeah. Thirty million a year, three hundred million dollars. Uh huh. Jordan is Jordan. You gotta exclude Jordan. Jordan, Jordan is, he is what he is. But think about it. But they said Jordan didn't even get as much bread as he should have back in the day. Cause but that was back in that was before shoes yeah, were even a thing. True. And you got I'm, you know LeBron, but LeBron has that lifetime deal, so he's he's taken care of. If I'm Zion, I'm probably going and asking for five years, fifteen million. Five years, fifteen million. Fifteen and a year, right? Right. Fifteen a year. Oh, I thought you meant fifteen. I'm like, 15 I'm, like, a year. I'm like, fifteen a year. Fifteen a year. I mean, you know, Adidas is coming and offering him some. Yeah. You know, Pumas they trying to get off. Adidas they, they loaded. They just signed Beyonce. They got Beyonce on it. I know. That's <laughs> they got crazy. Beyonce on the roster. Beyonce, crazy. Kanye. They got a little roster. So I mean, Nike's going to have to overpay for him, and Absolutely. they're going to do it. They're they're going to do it. They might give him twenty million, bro. Twenty a year. They Five might years? give him twenty a year. That's a hundred hundred mil. They might give him Five twenty million. a year. They might have to though. Because there's no other option. There's no other because Nike's at the top, right? Yeah. And Nike has that's Nike and Jordan brand. Yeah. Nike owns Jordan. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. They need Zion. They they can't let Zion go go to Adidas. He's not going to go to Armour. Yeah. I don't care what they. What they yeah. Do. He's not going to go to So it's really those two. What they surprise? My thing is this is my logic. This is my I don't know, bro. Does, doesn't doesn't Jay Z uh, run Puma? He runs Puma. That's what so I'm saying. My thing is my thing is if Nike don't give him the bread he want, I think. If I'm Jay Z, I'm making I'm making a I'm making a sneaker for Zion. Yeah, oh yeah. Putting it on the table, like look, for sure. this is what this is what I can do for, for you. sure. I got the bread for you. Like come, you can be you the face of this sports brand because they got they're gonna expand somewhere with sneakers. They, gonna, if I'm Jay Z. I'm doing that. They have to. Somebody's gonna have to overpay for him, regardless. No matter who signs up, they're gonna have to overpay for him, and that's just what it's gonna be. I feel, I feel like yeah, because Nike. I feel like Nike's definitely in the lead, of course. Of course, but I'm, I mean, Adidas is right there. People love three stripes, man. Three stripes is tough, you know. <laughs> And they got Harden. They got. I they mean, do. Rose had a fat. I want. I want to. I want to see. I want to see Jay Z and Puma come at him. I know it's not. It's far fetched. It's far fetched. <laughs> it you is. know me. I'm, it I'm, is I'm, I, th- I think of some crazy stuff, but I'm. I'm I, I, mean, I don't see. It's, it's not impossible. Sports is they. You know I mean, I, they got who? They got the, Saquon. Saquon exactly. Like they they building. But and, um, I they think got AD. If if if, if Zion goes to uh, Rock Nation Sports, his management could happen. It could happen. It could oh happen. man, it could be crazy. It could happen. That's what I'm saying. It's not far What kind of they would they would start selling out shoes like crazy if they got Zion. They already you know? they already got like like they're on the rise. They, they're they rebranding. The they're rebranding. They have like Terry Rozier and then they got Zaire Smith. You know players like that. I don't know who else they have. They got artists. They got like Meek Mill on there. Yeah. So it's like they got they got a little roster. They got. They I mean, and, and you know, Jay Z got the money to do. He could pay Zion himself. I think Rock cool. Nation times Puma. I mean, we'll see though. I think he should go to Nike. I mean, I think he's going to end up with Nike because they're going to make they're going to make it. Murphy probably can't refuse. That might give him a lifetime deal off the rip. You think a lifetime off the rip? <laughs> they, could, you know, they could give him a lifetime. He said, "I'm crazy." Lifetime off the rip. Good, but you know how desperate you know how desperate these. He's crazy. You know, he's crazy. <laughs> lifetime know, off the rip. You know how desperate these people are to make money. They want to make True. money by. I think he's going to do lifetime. I think ten year, ten year pushing it because you don't Still, he, he you, you don't know how, what kind of career he's going to have. But lifetime, they had to be some type of stuff in the country. You of hurt, course, you're never of gonna course, get what I'm it, saying they could to get him. They could, they could just throw it out there. Like, listen, lifetime deal, lifetime deal. 
I feel it. Come sign with us. We'll take care of you. And his shoe is going to be the same kind of like LeBron is a heavier shoe because it's built for a heavier athlete. He's just going to be the same way. As you can see, he busted out of the other one. Broke through that. He's going to have to. I never seen Bro, that. Well, yeah, I, I never, I seen never seen before. it personally. You know, I never seen that before. But, I mean, we'll see. It's a lot of talk. A lot of things going on. Lot, I think, I I think mean, we covered a lot today. We did. Um, how'd you how'd you enjoy the first podcast episode one of Faces of the Future, man? I mean, it just feels like we just having conversations we have every day. Every you day, know what I'm saying. I'm saying, can't wait to get into some more things. Um, a lot of good things coming up in the first season. But yeah, a lot fo- of good things coming up. Follow us on um, MBT underscore the one percent on Instagram, MBT the Future on Twitter, and on t- tell them your uh, IG at Shanjo eighty one on IG at Shanjohn eighty one on Twitter, and that's it pretty much. Follow that's me, uh, next big thing thirty four. X fifteen thirty four with a three, not an E, on Twitter and Instagram. And um, thanks for watching, man. Episode one faces the future. Guys, gotta come back, man. That's a wrap. Go first episode, bro. I enjoyed it. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it.